and welcome back to another episode of The Gab with Brielle. I'm Brielle, your resident host and bestie, and hello, how are you? I hope you had an amazing week, and I hope all is well. So, let's get into it. First of all, um, hmm, I'm interested to see how this audio sounds because I am in a very empty like side room in my apartment building because one of my friends is like chilling in my apartment. I'm just like kind of in this empty room sitting on this massage table. Like it's really sus, but you know, we'll do anything for the pod. So sorry if the audio is a little wacky. Without further ado, let's get into we aren't really strangers. Let's ruminate for this week. Honestly, not me with the SAT words. What does ruminate even mean? All right, let's get into this. So this week's question is, what is one truth I recently came to terms with? And it tells you to write it out. So I recently came to two realizations and I wrote them out. So let's just dive right in so realization number one i lost people specifically friends that i thought would still be here cheering me on today still in my corner sometimes people leave your life and you don't deserve it it's even harder when you don't see it coming the overall realization is thinking of them won't bring them back So it's best to move forward. They have and you deserve that same grace. So I know uh, we're, we're off to a heavy start. It's gonna get lighter, I promise. And my second realization was just because you want something more than anyone else doesn't mean that it's gonna happen. The good news is it doesn't mean that it's not gonna happen. Just see where time takes you. So those are two realizations that I came through for this week. I don't know. She's in her introspective era, which is, you know, good, bad, in between. I I don't fully have all the thoughts on it right now, but without further ado, let's just get into my thoughts of the week. First up, so I was at work and they were talking about the lottery and I was like thinking like in my head, do like people win the lottery? and then I was thinking furthermore like if I won the lottery what would I do with my winning so here are my findings number one obviously I would quit my job because now I don't need it number two I would buy a house on a beach like a beach house so I could go to the beach every day and then number three I think I would start a non-profit to help kids with autism and yeah that would like be my life and obviously like donate a little to church a little to charity you know but wow like I would just love to wake up and be like you want a million dollars like yes please next up I'm in my unhinged era like all of a sudden I swore I woke up two days ago and I was like you know what I really want to like cut my hair change my name like move across the country like get it tattoo like it's like where is this coming from i think i just really need a change so i think i'm actually gonna do it i think i'm gonna do it within the next two weeks i think i'm gonna dye my hair and get highlights like i've been talking about for the last eight weeks on the podcast you're like you haven't really been talking about it i know but it's been in the back of my mind and i just feel like i i just like want a change so i think i might start with that 
you know so we'll see next up i'm in my twitter burner account era okay like you guys know how i have like thoughts of the week and that's basically like if i had a twitter like these are the things i would tweet but i recently started a burner twitter account and i just tweet like everything that comes to my mind i'm gonna share one and no i'm not telling you my at name okay but if you find it you're a real fan so anyways here's one my boss ah 1999 was a good year how old were you then me one i was one years old like what am i doing in the workplace like honestly like i'm a child i should not be working there has to be labor laws against this i'm just saying next up i am in a wait season like i just feel like I'm in a waiting room waiting for something amazing to happen and let me explain it's not like I'm sitting there and I'm like mm, I'm gonna like sit here on my butt and wish amazing things would happen like no I'm like really putting in the work if you follow me on insta I started doing a 30-day challenge of moving my body because it takes 30 days to make a habit you know all the details I just feel like your whole entire 20s is like this huge waiting period and putting in work and I'm not gonna lie to you it's freaking frustrating but let's see where we come out on the other side last but not least no negotiating i was watching this youtube video and it was one of those like self-helpy youtube videos about like mm, how to change your life around and a big thing that the girl was saying in the video that i was watching is no negotiating and i realized in my day-to-day -day life i negotiate so much with myself i'm like you can press snooze because like you know you deserve it but just like coaxing myself into like doing what i need to do when i need to do it versus like negotiating and making excuses for myself so you know she's working on it she's in her self-aware era you know what i feel like <laughs> i feel like the first half of this year for the pod it's gonna be like all of this for me like i'm gonna be like this is what i'm doing to change my life and then i figure by like mm, maybe by june i'll go back to being like mm, let's talk about boys it's all gonna come back full circle 365 i think i'm in my like self-improvement era and we're really just gonna see if it pays off or not so i don't know let's see but with that that is the end of my thoughts of the week so to round out the episode we're gonna finish up part two with me talking with cammy about all the things that i can do to get my life together what we're watching what we're into relationships the whole nine yards so i'm gonna leave it off there i hope you enjoy what are you watching lately have you seen white lotus yes oh my god stop stop okay but i have to i have a question to okay. ask you did yeah. you prefer the first season or the second season more okay so i literally got up here on beyonce's internet on an episode and i was like yeah life update guys i was told to watch white lotus and i hated it and then i ended up watching both seasons kind of as a background <laughs> show though but one i like season two better but it was just it's like a little odd to me like i don't think i would watch it again mm -hmm is an hbo series through and through the satire the like dark humor at time like mm. that is hbo and so if you can see it from that lens it's a spectacular show there's so many subtleties okay really quick give a like 
10, 20 second synopsis for people who've never seen it because I did an awful job explaining. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hate this show. So White Lotus is basically a show. There's two different seasons and the seasons took place in two different places, but they follow families, individuals, couples that go on vacation. And so usually when you're going on vacation, it's a time to relax and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But then life happens and things start happening. There's always a death associated with each season, but they open the first episode with that death Mm -hmm. and you don't actually know why it's happened or who did it until the end Mm -hmm. of the season. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really the show. show. The first season kind of looked more at race and like minority status versus it's supposed to be on the seven deadly sins. Like the first one was greed. The second season Mm -hmm. is, was sex. Because I watched the after the director's cut thing. So that's okay. what he said. All right. Yeah. But they use things like one of the housekeepers who was pregnant. She, within the first episode, uh, you'd I, see I in the first that. season. What was that about? I didn't get You I didn't, didn't get it. So one of the like underlying themes is like, if you're a minority, you're expected to work. She literally had her baby. Yeah. And was expected to show up. That was the subtlety. If you didn't get it, you didn't get Uh, it, right? So if you go back and watch the first season, I would say the first season is better than the second season. There is so much depth in what happens. Like the son, one of the characters has a son, right? And he's in the closet the whole entire time. He's literally in the closet. The older sister doesn't allow him to get out of the closet. But then he ends up meeting boys and he comes out of the closet. I'm using air quotes, guys. And if you put the pieces together... That's what it could mean. But they did a hell of a job doing it. But I missed all of that. I know you did, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. What else are you watching other than White Lotus? Give us some recommendations. White Lotus is good. Harlem's back, but I haven't finished the second season. Yeah, very good. Sex Lives of College Girls is a cute show. Yes. I'm waiting for, and just like that, Sex in the City spinoff to, to come, come back. back. I'm waiting yes. for that. Did you see they're bringing back Aiden? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like I've been watching other stuff. Oh, I watch like Asian drama, Asian romance. Not dramas, but like romance. Like makes no sense, but yeah. Okay. Not that it doesn't make sense. It's just your niche. Yeah, it's very niche. Okay. I like that lovey dovey stuff that is literally so cringe, but it it brings me joy. Like like I love that for them. Like the soap operas. It's not even that dramatic. Yeah. It's literally like a CEO who's really arrogant Mm -hmm. falls in love with some like delivery girl kind of thing. Right. And you see them develop the relationship. No. I think I, it's cute. No, I love that. Next up, are you a minimalist? Because basically, you came to my house. With right? a backpack? <laughs> With a backpack. For a couple days? For a couple <laughs> days. One, okay, I think we need to tell the backstory. I lived in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I lived. Woo. <laughs> I lived in Connecticut for an internship and basically I had all a lot of stuff. Let's just say a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. And it was so much stuff. I packed all my stuff in trash <laughs> bags. I'm pulling up the photo. It's oh, just horrendous oh what she did gosh. to herself. I had so much like trash bags, clothes. Like food that wasn't even eaten. <laughs> like what? Usually when you're about to leave, you're like, all right, let me get rid of stuff. Let me put food together that I, you know, can clean out the cupboard. 
<laughs> she didn't do none of that. None of it. It was all there. Everything. <laughs> Let's just say I'm a maximalist. You are. That's for sure. So it was a whole big thing. It basically looked like quarters. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it was. I had a lot of stuff. She comes down for the week and goes into my closet and she goes, you have a lot, a lot of clothes. And like you said, you came here with a backpack. So what are your tips of just having just like a simplified, cleaner life? so to speak. I would definitely say I'm a minimalist because I just, like, I don't need the newest and latest gadget. And so, like I said to you before, I mean, I don't know if you're planning to live in this apartment forever, but like, you should start putting aside some stuff that you (laughs) literally don't use because the more stuff you have, the more stuff you can forget about. Yeah. So... No, you're right. Yeah. I'm definitely... We're going to start with spring cleaning. You know, you're putting a lot on your plate. Make sure you write it down so you remember it. Yeah. Well, All right, girl. I'm using Notion now, Good. not a planner. She's an organized gal. We love it. Look, this podcast is all about being on the way. Okay. Yep. When I arrived, we'll have you back. <laughs> Amen. All right. All right. Next up, your relationship status. What is your relationship status? And along with that, what are some of your non-negotiables when you are in relationship? So I'm taken. I'm in a relationship. Slay. You have to be intentional especially if you're like trying to find someone to start a life with. I mean, that's my intention. That's not everyone's intention. Some people just date to date. You know what I'm saying? Some people aren't ever trying to get married, Yeah. but I look for qualities. Like, would they be a good father to my children? Are they punctual? Are they taking the time to like learn a craft? Are they invested in something like whether it's a hobby whether it's a career like what are they doing because at the end of the day and I have a kind of morbid look on this my father when I was younger died and it was just my mom like I grew up with a single mom and so it's easy for people to be dependent on other people but it's also easy to lose yourself so I look for people when I'm I was dating that had something else outside of just the relationship. Yeah, I think when it comes to me, a big thing is definitely just thoroughly thinking through my non-negotiables because I didn't have them set in my mind. A lot of boundaries I feel like got crossed on like what I wanted Mm -hmm. and I was able to be like swayed in any which ways because I didn't have a set idea. So definitely, I would just say my top three are like someone who's generous someone who is caring and someone who is like financially stable obviously there's more but Mm -hmm. you know and those things also change yeah as you grow as you learn more as you expect more yeah it's something that changes so non-negotiables will change no absolutely so because you are our guest you have guest topics so as we know well as i know you like travel so much you go everywhere you see different things i feel like a hard part about being in your 20s is not having the funds to travel especially if you're in a college student you're in school graduate school even in like real life like after taxes after food and everyday things so for you what's the selling point of travel and two tips for people trying to travel like a baddie on a budget okay i feel like traveling as i said before something that i prioritize to make it less expensive you got to see your options first flights or driving 
sometimes driving it takes longer yeah but it could be cheaper flying is more convenient but it might cost you also a big chunk would be like where are you staying are you going to places where you know people and you can bum off their couch and just lay down and you know even if it's on the floor and just be there or you want to do hostels i stayed in a hostel when i went over to london i mean i did my due diligence and i was i was meeting my friend from australia maybe with like a friend yeah yeah and also take references and reviews from other people who might have traveled there that you know yeah to get the 411 on where you know what's the deal with that place Mm -hmm. you can do airbnb but they've been getting really expensive so you gotta just be open to find different ways to maybe change up your itinerary yeah but i think you're absolutely right that traveling at some point, wherever you are, even if it's not at the current state, if you save a little bit for a year, you do mm-hmm. one trip a year, or you go to spring break with your friends, travel is an important part of your 20s, and just having that experience is sure. worth it, however you can try to finagle it. So with that, we have come to the end of our hodgepodge of topics, so let's get into Ask Brielle, where you ask and I listen. This week's question is, I'm 22 and in school and still trying to find my why, which we talked about a little bit earlier, but any tips on finding your purpose? I think you really have to figure out not only what you would want to do within the next month, if it was able to happen that quickly, but also figure out what you want to do long term where do you see yourself being do you want to be working from home do you want to have a family and have something part-time do you want to have a skill that you have to continue to learn and craft and so going back to finding your purpose you have to find first and i feel like people are like oh that's my purpose i know because of this you also need to figure out what you don't like that is very very Mm -hmm. very key Because if you waste your time trying to convince yourself that that's something for you, it's not going to end up well. And you're going to waste time and resources finding out that that's not what you want to do. And also trying hobbies, right? So for me, I mean, is talking a hobby? I don't know. But as I dove deeper into figuring out this podcast thing, I was like, okay, I can figure out how to edit. I like talking. I like planning different ideas and just trying different things and seeing what really helps you become passionate about something. So just try everything. And also realize that your why is going to change. Like you didn't have the why of like associated with your podcast yeah seven years ago yeah like you were worried about going to college figuring out what you want to do for the rest of your life and so now that's changed like 360 right yeah and so just know that your purpose can change your why can change and that's okay yeah i definitely agree So if you want me to answer your questions on next week's episode, please DM me and we can talk. Now, we can't end the show without the thing I heard this week that made me say, I know that's right. Cammie, you're a first-time guest, so basically it's my version of a gem of the week. It can be something you believe or something you've seen out in the world that made you say, I know that's right. So I will go first since you are the guest. The thing that I heard this week that made me say, I know that's right, is the quote, do you want it bad enough? Like, yes or no? Like, no, I I don't have time or I can't or maybe I, if things were different, it's like, do you want it bad enough? 
yes or no. What about you? I would say my I know that's right moment would be, oh, here we go. So it's kind of whole situation. Basically, I sat for the exam. I ran out of time. I left 12 questions blank out of 125. Wow. And then I go, wait, I'm going to fail. I literally did not finish. So that was crazy. But my takeaway is that I ended up not failing. I ended up getting wow. above the average, which makes literally no, no sense. sense. So just know, even though some things might seem to you to be absolutely something that might not happen, you never know. You never know. You never know. And I know that's right. I know that's Period. right. So with that, we have come to the end of today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As usual, thank you for your love and support. I could not and would not do it without you. Please follow me on Instagram at the Gap with Brielle Pod and leave a review if you do so choose. And without further ado, I will see you next week for another episode of The Gap with Brielle. Bye.